When you reach heaven, you're given three memories. Just three. One for the past, one for the present, and one for the future. My memories of my mother, my husband, and my dog. Part One 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 brittle leaf found along our usual path proved the days had gone wintry. Papery thin as onion skin, blanched from frosty temperatures and yellowing like the pages of an old Bible. The leaf's long, slender shafts, crooked and dry, painted my world. The blue sky dragged me out that Sunday in December, December 5th, 2010, if you must know, when the temperature rose to only 42 Fahrenheit. What was I thinking? Hold on, wait a second. Let me back up just a tad. For your information, I'm dead. Although I speak of myself, make no mistakes, I died this day. This story will tell you a tale about my dog and my husband and the two going on a journey in order to come to terms with my death. It's their story. Through my eyes, ears, nose, fingers, tongue, and mind, you'll get a sense of me, of course, an infusion of me. But I'm just the storyteller here. Make no mistakes. It looked like a good day to take the dog for a walk, a good day to walk to let off steam from a non-stop fight about money between me and my husband. Bobby, to anyone who knew us, was my dog. He slept with me on my side of the bed at Rod's request. Although Rod liked animals, at least the concept of them, he's not exactly what I would call an animal person. I held that distinction in our small family pack. The photo of Bobby and his littermates showed each of them cream-filled bellies, shocking white with piglet pink skin peeking through their fur, up on the bed on a blue thermal blanket trimmed in satin. There were five in all, females and males, some playing with each other, others looking askance, but not Bobby. His button eyes and black nose peered into the camera lens, and when all the other's ears spiked up at attention, Bobby's flapped over as if someone had missed him in the proper ear assembly line. Perhaps the dog ear quality controller had taken the day off when he rolled through. That one, I pointed. I want him. It was instant, the falling in love. In eight years, he never got much bigger than when he was a pup. In those same eight years, things had started to shrink between me and Rod. I'd gotten a term life insurance policy and used it against him, as a joke, to threaten him. If anything should happen to me, the police will automatically suspect you. They always suspect the husband first, especially when this kind of money is involved. Or when I was feeling particularly morose, I'd say, you'll just love cuddling up with a half a mil when I'm gone. You know, the typical guilt trips we play on people who we just wish would stop yelling and see our worth. I heard self-worth rated a close second in importance to the average person's survival instincts. I suppose it did with me, for sure. Lately, a waning income brought on by a flagging economy had handed us an extra wallop. We had a big house built on a large parcel of land on an expensive island off the coast, close to British Columbia. The Santa Maria Islands were known as the Martha Vineyards of the West. We had moved here to retire, but after paying triple for everything, our retirement plans seemed weak at best.
Our lifestyle hadn't changed, just the means to support it. The fights had grown in intensity too, raging, blaming threats of divorce. I needed to get away, if only for a little while. I'm taking Bobby for a walk. The words somehow soothed me as if pulling on a cashmere sweater, protecting me, as I walked Bobby toward the street and didn't look back. The fog my words created looked like a dying cloud of cigarette smoke as it fell to the ground. Rod didn't even grunt. He had decided, for his break in our constant battle, to rake out the mucky fallen leaves in the circular driveway. Come on, Bobby, I said as we turned right down the road, the way that took us toward the water. Hannah, Rod yelled. What? I'm moving out. I looked away from him. We were miles apart standing there, out in the front yard, only a hundred feet from one another.